Hey guys, Jarrett Lamaster here. I just wanted to share this with you. This is our live conversation from last night at the barn. And uh, it could have been a couple days ago. I'm not exactly sure. I kind of lose track of these things. Anyway, so please feel free to listen. I'm very, very excited about this. This is episode five. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Purpose Podcast. Our goal for everyone everywhere to follow Jesus. So that means you and your friends and their friends and everyone else. Let's get deeper. <laughs> well, hello, everybody. <laughs> That's our that's our walk that's our intro music. I'm very excited about that. Hey, um, so all right, we've got a couple of things going on. We wanted to let you know we love you guys. We hear you guys. Okay, uh, that's one of the reasons why we're here tonight. Uh, based on the service that you guys put together, we've we've come up with some creative solutions uh, for um, some of the questions, some of the uh, needs, the felt needs that you guys have. Uh, we came up with some creative solutions where we're going to present to you guys later. Um, I'm very excited about it. We believe you guys are the center of the church. Okay. We believe that the young adults are, this, are central to the life of the church and the future of the church. You guys are the church, uh, and uh, we love that. We want to kind of also kind of help you guys maintain a young adult population as well. Um, so we've got young adults population, also central to the integrated church. We love it. Intergenerational. It's good. It's, right, it's very dark back there. <laughs> Excuse us. <laughs> <It's, laughs> That's cool. Um, you know, Caleb's louder than me. Is that intentional? That's great. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. That's First fine. I'm, I mean, I'm just saying it's fine. Uh, okay, so anyway, yeah. Uh, so uh, what? Okay, one of the reasons why I'm tracking here is because I'll tell you why. We started a podcast. Okay. And we want it. And it is. It's actually really good. Okay, it's really good. I'm very excited. About it. I just want to say it's really, really cool. Because uh, it's a chance for you guys to connect. Okay, it's a chance for you guys to connect during the week. Uh, it's for you guys to see kind of behind the scenes, see how we have conversations together about some of these things that we talk about on Sunday mornings, you know, like like speaking in tongues. Like we, we will bring it up on the podcast, you know, so <laughs> it's called Vlasilev in the uh, episode in the four. Terms. In episode four. Episode four. episode four, we do mention it. 26 minutes in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> episode four, Vlasilev. Um, you know, it reminds me of that Phoenix song. Yeah. Vlasilev. It's not. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, there we, yeah, but it's It's not about that. Okay, thank you for, it's an awkward, very niche joke, I'm sorry. Um, so the big idea, though, um, for the podcast is to give you guys a chance to kind of hear us dialogue about some of the material that's, that's being presented on Sunday mornings. Also, I mean, my personal goal is to give you guys access to some of the people that have formed me uh, in my spiritual life. So I'm going to bring on some of the people that have been my mentors and and some of my best friends that I've had great conversations with. And uh, so tonight, <laughs> we're gonna do a live podcast. That's what we're doing right now. We will probably try to post this at some point, which is why I'm using my podcast voice uh, the entire night. Uh, that's why, so anyway. Um, I wanted to give you guys a taste of what the podcast is like. So I'm gonna be reaching down and kind of messing with this so that we actually do get some recording here. Um, so anyway, without further ado.
Podcast. Welcome to the Purpose Podcast. This is your show. They give you a chance to process the, your Christian life and talk frankly and honestly about what it means to be a Christian in our culture today. We believe that growing people change, and our goal is to help you guys grow, give you opportunities to grow, and to have a deeper, more vibrant relationship with Jesus. So um, also, I want to give you access to the people that have formed and shaped, formed and shaped me. So that's really cool. So tonight is March 12th. It is 2017, March 12th, 2017. This is the first of many live conversations, hopefully, uh, so, and it's also going to be episode five if my data doesn't stop, okay? Because it does happen sometimes in GarageBand. I'm just saying it's kind of a bummer. Uh, all right, so I'm going to introduce you to my friend here. He's known far and wide as one of the original merchants of cool, uh, unbeknownst. And uh, I heard somebody recently, I heard somebody at the beginning uh, say, you know, he looks like a, uh, an international man of mystery. <laughs> I, had a, uh, I had a Swedish exchange student that uh, was very, looked like, looked like him. Uh, and I was like, he looks like, and I was like, yes, he does look like a world citizen, you know. He might say something like, hey, are you a citizen of the United States? I'm a world citizen, you know. Um, I'm, I'm making him sound really pretentious. He's not at all. He's very, very cool. And uh, he also, he has an amazing family. Uh, he always keeps it real. He's a PhD uh, at, uh, in English. Am I correct? And uh, he's a PhD in English. And um, he's an author, he's a writer, professor. Uh, I would announce to many of you, he, is, he has, was never cast in Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, no, just never done that. Uh, okay, cool. He has longer hair than many of the women in here. Uh, most of the women, I would say. Um, and it's fashionable. It looks really good. I'm gonna stop with all this in a second. Uh, he's also my co-host weekly for the weekly podcast. Uh, welcome everyone, um, Dr. Kim Spencer, everybody. Introduce and embarrass you part. <laughs> He's also Jared Lemaster. <laughs> hey, where's my band? They all left. We gotta do the sermon recap thing. Okay, well, anyway. Can you play? That's what you can play. So anyway, uh, it's because it's, uh, I'm the host, so I get to like, you know, make fun of you. Uh, <laughs> so Caleb, we want to get to know you a little bit, so tell us a little bit about yourself. So where, why are you here tonight? Yeah, why the heck are you here? I mean, I'm just, I'm asking, why the heck are you here? I'm here to discuss the Holy Spirit with you, Derek. In front okay. of all these live studio audiences. Did I see Eric out there? Yeah, he's I just see standing you, there looking at us. I see you. Uh, I, I see you, Eric. I don't know if you had a particular, are you going for something there? Was there something you were trying to get me to say? No. <laughs> I like young adults. I work with them on a daily basis. Oh, that's good. I enjoy them. He's a professor at APU, everyone, so that's pretty cool. That is true. I love that about you. Thank you. You know, is there any few people? There's so many. Yeah. There's so many things I love about Caleb, and that's one of them. Uh, so anyway, um, it's not usually this dry. The podcast. We're just so I'm getting our. It's the whole live audience thing. So, um, Caleb, what are your passions? What are you most passionate about? I just want to get to know you a little bit. Um, I really. What am I passionate about? I have a lot of passions. I I like art a lot. Okay. Um, I like cycling a lot. Okay. I like God a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I try to like God in all that I do. That's really good. Whether cycling or through art. I like God in all I do. I like my kids. I like my wife. Yeah. I like your son who doesn't like me very much. <laughs> yeah, for some reason. Uh, ever, ever. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> He's like the only person ever it's like, <laughs> Don't let him hold me. <laughs> It's that weird, long-haired man. He keeps saying 
Uh, hey, so, boy. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that's really good. I mean, uh, what's your favorite? If you just a couple of uh, other questions. What's your favorite hairstyle? <laughs> I like yours, Jay. Thank you. <laughs> Adam, are you out there? Adam, where's your hand? Adam, just put your hand up. Anyone? Okay, Adam, he's not here. Uh, he has, he's bald as well. Okay. It's a good look. It is it's a good look. Maintenance. I was just thinking bald guys got to stick together. Yeah. Like uh, Glenn and I, we're bald. And uh, it's bald. So anyway, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> okay, one, 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 one last question. Uh, if you were a bowl of something, what would it be? Acai. Good answer. Mm. I would be a bowl of hearts of lions. What's that? Uh, what does that mean? A bowl of lion hearts. Jared the Lion Hearts. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, all right, so uh, without further ado, let's move on uh, to the actual conversation we're gonna have. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about the Holy Spirit and about Glenn's sermon, so I'm um, very, very excited. Before we get our conversation started, I wanna, I wanna just kinda remind you guys a little bit. Um, in conversation, in the context of getting deeper and having good conversations, it's always good to remind and remember this, that we must be not just be listeners of the word, we must be doers of the word. Like it says in James, um, we have a tendency to like deep theological conversations. I do, um, but the question is, you know, you know, are we doing the word? It's not are we talking about it, are we doing it? Uh, Thomas Akempis uh, wrote uh, this in 1492, actually it was like 1470, I'm not sure, it was in the 1400s. So um, what good does it do to speak learnedly about the Trinity? If, lacking humility, you displease the Trinity. Uh, indeed, it is not learning that makes a man holy and just, but virtuous life that makes him pleasing to God. I would rather feel contrition than know how to define it. For what would it profit us to know the whole Bible by heart and the principles of all the philosophers if we live without grace, the, the grace and love of God? Vanity and all is vanity except to love God and serve Him alone. Okay, so let's get deeper. That's good, right? That's good, right? That's it. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. I like it. What's your name? Jay. Jay just said it. All right. Let's. Uh, so that's Thomas Kempis, The Imitation of Christ. It's a great resource if you guys want to read it. It's one of the most influential books in Christian history, right? That is true. That's right. I think it's the number one selling devotional book of all time, other than the Bible. Other than the Bible. That's good. You know, Caleb turned me on to that. So, um, you know. He's, good. He's a good reader. Anyway, so let's talk about some topics. First of all, what's, what's, can you give us a brief kind of description of what Glenn's sermons have been about in the last two weeks? I didn't expect him to be sitting in the front row. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Feel free to uh, make fun of him. It's okay. Glenn's not there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, so Glenn talked, uh, if you don't mind me saying, the first half of today's sermon was last week's sermon, in a nutshell. Um, I think how to best summarize that in a nutshell. Uh, but talking about the work of the Spirit uh, today, I think I'll leave out the recap because we've already heard that twice. Cool. But he talked about seven pictures. I've got my little card here. Jared didn't tell me I was summarizing the sermon until we got up here. Hey, spontaneous. <laughs> Thanks, Jared. That's a podcast, man. That's podcast life. That's life. Uh, Roll he, with it. The first image we talked about was a river. John chapter 7. Mm -hmm. Image of the Holy Spirit is a river. Right. And then we talked about uh, the Holy Spirit as an advocate, as a helper as a comforter, as I can't read my handwriting, uh, as a permanent guest. <laughs> That's the one. Uh, as a permanent co-host? As a permanent guest <laughs> in John 14 now, your favorite passage. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, teacher. That's a good one. Mm, that's a good one. That's good stuff. Mm. Uh, 
We'll go into these in more detail as we talk. <laughs> Prosecutor, that one's interesting. Doesn't sound as good. Uh, guide, and then finally, um, newborn. Yeah. I kind of looked that one up, and I don't remember. Was I not paying attention to James Glenn? <laughs> Did I write that down right? <laughs> okay, well, that's, I mean, that's really, really good. So that was the conversation we had today, kind of all the different things that the Holy Spirit represents in our lives. Um, I'm interested in a couple of things. You know, this brought about a couple of questions that I've got uh, just in Christian culture in general. Um, one of them is, first of all, <laughs> so the Holy Spirit's word, like, this is just a side note. We sing that song in the river, you know? And we're going down to the river. Some people don't like that song, and because they don't think it's theologically like deep enough. Um, and I just want to tell you, all you guys, you have no imagination. <laughs> and there is no context. Okay, the Holy Spirit in all of our lives has been has been pictured as a river from the beginning. Okay, so just because the song itself doesn't explain itself, I just you know like. It's, it's the river, you know, it's the Holy Spirit, it's the worship, it's the process, you know, use your imaginations, people, come on, Christians out there, I'm just challenging them, you know, all those haters, they're going to hate, you know, they're going to hate, 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 okay, so anyway, <laughs> so um, one of the things, one of the questions though that I want to talk about is why do we tend to get nervous about the Holy Spirit, like why, what is it about the Holy Spirit that makes us nervous, do you think? Yeah, we, we I think we talked about this a little last week in the podcast, but um, I think people tend to get nervous. I think we used the log analogy actually last week, um, talking about rolling off the log on one side or the other. And people get nervous on the one hand. I think that people will sort of become only spiritual, and it'll just be this sort of mystical otherness, um, and that's all we'll talk about. And I think on the other hand, people get nervous because they think people will want to talk about speaking in tongues or special gifts or glossolalia. Gold. I think you're talking about gold. Glossolalia. Gold flakes falling from the ceiling. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't so think there's going to be any gold flakes falling from this ceiling. Yeah, so that, I mean, I think... Rust flakes. There's fear that the spirit will manifest itself in a lack of control for ourselves or in ways that people will use to control others. Like, yeah, yeah, because I mean, we've all had kind of bad, I mean, some of us have had bad experiences and good experiences with that. Yeah. Uh, I was in a charismatic church for a long time, and we had good experiences and bad experiences. I mean, like, honestly, um, you know, we had gifts of the spirit. We had a lot of stuff. Uh, that happened in the spirit, um, but there were also some kind of people missing. There was people misusing it. There were people that were not misusing it. So I mean, I'm sure you know. I mean, I see you nodding, Lisa. That's that's true. When you're in that kind of environment, you're in kind of a charismatic environment. It's really easy to misuse those things, um, but it doesn't, it doesn't discount them. Yeah, it doesn't I mean, mean that they don't is, exist. Both of yeah. really highlighted this, and the title of the sermon, obviously, or the series, highlights this: is that one danger is you sort of forget the spirit at all. I mean, so you have some churches that have. A very heavy emphasis, Spirit's kind of the foregrounded um, figure in the Trinity. And then other churches, like the Presbyterians that I sometimes hang out with. That's right, because he's, by the way, I, we didn't say this, but he's an ordained minister of the Presbyterian Church. No, no, I'm church. an ordained elder. There's a difference. He's an ordained elder and a minister, uh, minister of the Presbytery. Yeah. So, the but, church. but a lot of Presbyterians tend to focus limitedly on mm-hmm. the work of the Spirit. And so, that, I think that might be part of what you're hinting at with the Forgotten God. And, and so there's that danger, too, that you forget. Just completely forget about it. Yeah. And that's a big mistake. Yeah. Because the Holy Spirit indwells us. We've been talking about the indwelling and the infilling of the Spirit the last couple of weeks. And there's, there's a difference between indwelling and infilling. I really like what, I really like what Glenn's been saying about this. Um, it talks about in Ephesians, when you, receive, when you believe in Christ, it says in Ephesians 1, when you believe in Christ, you're sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. That's what it says. We have the Holy Spirit. We are indwelt. 
That's what indwelling is. We are filled with the Holy Spirit. We know we are indwelled with the Holy Spirit. And then the difference is when we are filled with the Holy Spirit is when we're walking in perfect obedience, in, in obedience to the Holy Spirit. And, and there's this kind of like give and take in the, in the Christian life. I like the metaphor that, that Glenn brought up too, where he, he talks about it as a car driving down the road. The Holy Spirit's got the wheel. You know, say we want to do something apart from what the Holy Spirit wants us to do. And he tries to tell us, no, but we say, I want to do it anyway. He gives us the wheel and he says, well, you can go sin, but I'm not going to, I can't drive you there. I just can't drive you there. It doesn't mean he leaves the car. He's still in the car. Uh, but he doesn't drive you to those places. And the way that we get him back in the driver's seat, we confess, we repent. We say, Lord, I want you to run my life. Is that correct? Was that kind of close to the metaphor that you kind of? Better than I said. No, 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 it wasn't. Well, today, though, I mean, this is where we went further than last week. I mean, you brought that up again, but then you brought up a number, number of additional images and I think that's maybe part of the challenge of the Spirit's work as well, is that when you just think about the seven we just talked about, seven, eight, nine, that we talked about, that's yes. a lot of different ways of conceiving of the same thing. Mm -hmm. How can the same thing be an advocate, a helper, a comforter, a guest, a teacher? That's a lot of different functions for one yeah. thing to fulfill. And so I think that's part of it too, is that we sometimes wonder, like, what, how's the Spirit working in these different, and, and, and part of it, I think you were hinting at this this morning, is the context, right? The, he might be advocating you in one situation and prosecuting for against you in another, like right. convicting you, hey, don't go that way, and actually defending you. Don't think of yourself that way in another moment. Um, right. So that I think that's part of the challenge as well. Is it's a it's a complicated area of Christian life that we often want to simplify. Well, and I think we want we do need to know the Holy Spirit. He's the one that's here. And we, you know, it talks about he's Jesus leaves and sends us the Holy Spirit. So he's the one that's on earth. He's the one that we interact with all the time. He has a personality, he's real. One of the things he's not is a force or a mist or a smoke. We always use those things. And I was like, I guess if I were to ask you the question before tonight or before this last two weeks, I'd say, how do you picture the Holy Spirit? Many of you would say, oh, it's kind of like electricity. And I would have said that too, uh, but he's not, he's not electricity, although he does empower us. You know? mm -hmm. He's not smoke, although his presence is everywhere. You know? It's kind of like difficult because we use these metaphors, but the metaphors sort of remove the personhood of God, like of, of the Holy Spirit, God the Holy Spirit, uh, from, that, from that conversation. And so I really like the picture of Yoda, like Glenn's talking about it, he has Yoda in the background, not even like, not even noticing that Yoda's back there, but just kind of like, in a really cool fashion, like, it's not Yoda, guys, it's not the Force. Let me drive this point home. Anything with Yoda's cool for me. So, I don't know, any Star Wars fans out there? Yeah. Okay, good, all right, good, good, good. I know there's one that's not a Star Wars fan, and uh, he'll never live that down. Because he has no imagination. He probably hates in the river. He really hates in the river. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so yeah, so okay, so a couple more questions. Um yeah, so how can how can we be empowered by the spirit? Like my I wanna know how we as a as a body, as young adults, as as Christians, um, as the body of Christ in Pomona, in California, in 2017. How can we be empowered by the Spirit um, and, and be filled by the Spirit to live it out here and see God's kingdom expanded here in this place, in this time in history? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think going back to Glenn's comments about speaking in tongues, I think we often look for the Holy Spirit's work maybe in the wrong places. I mean, those things are great. I don't want to say anything bad about speaking in tongues or having a kind of ecstatic worship experience or anything else, but mm -hmm. I think the primary way the Holy Spirit works in our lives is in the very basic 
daily material discipleship that we are all undergoing. I think we forget that Paul describes us as dead in our trespasses. You know, like, think, this is where you're supposed to jump in and go, all dead. <laughs> all dead? <laughs> I'm only partly dead. <laughs> <laughs> that you're dead. Like, you're dead. Right. And then you're alive again. And the Spirit makes you alive. And I think we forget that that is actually all of our state. Like, the and ordinary discipleship of our life the fact that we're ever nice, that we're ever kind, that we're right. ever good, is actually the work of the spirit. Like that's a miracle. Well, and an alive person is a person who functions that way. Yeah. An alive person is somebody who has. You know, we talk about the fruit of the spirit. Uh, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness. Because I'm not gentle. I always forget that one. Not a gentle person. Um, faithfulness and self-control. And those things, those things are the fruit, the character, the character traits of a person coming out of you, you know? And, and I think an alive person starts to look that way. And the mistake that we make is that, you know, oh, I only feel the Spirit. I only experience the Spirit either in worship. I mean, hey, I'm a worship leader, you know? So I really, I value the worship experience because it always kind of draws me back. I've had these experiences. One of the best, I'll tell you this. The Holy Spirit, the Lord really got a hold of my heart through an experience with the Holy Spirit. When I was in junior high, I was in El Paso, Texas. <laughs> it was the same weekend that O.J. Simpson <laughs> drove the white Bronco. <laughs> it's that same weekend that gives you a sense of how old I am. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was that same weekend. 1992. 92, baby. It was a good year for me spiritually because I was, I was up. Yeah, you were probably two. <laughs> I was not two. Anyway, so, um, so I'm, up in this, I'm up in this service, and we start to have this worship service. One of the students that was in our ministry preached, and then we just prayed. And the Holy Spirit fell on the place, and he, and one of the things that he did, it wasn't like I didn't get the gift of tongues at that point in my life. I didn't have anything that was prophetic. What I had was a vision of Christ on the cross for two hours. So two hours, I'm sitting at the foot of the cross, looking up at Jesus. I'm going to tell you, I can't even explain it to you. But I was weeping, I was bawling, and the Holy Spirit moved on me. And, and I've always been able to look on that. When I've had doubts, when I've had experiences, I've always been able to look back and go, well, yeah, I might doubt it, but nah, dude, the Holy Spirit showed it up. He showed me Jesus. And it says in, in John 14, in, in John 14 through 17, that that is his function. He reveals Christ. He reveals Christ. That's one of his main roles. Yeah. And so that was my experience with the Holy Spirit that I always think. So those big moments are really important, those worship moments. But the rest of your life is this constant interaction with the Spirit, you know, having conversation with Him, listening and obeying, learning to hear His voice. He says, my sheep know my voice. You know, Jesus, Jesus says, my sheep know my voice. And so what, what's the goal, right? We've got to figure out what His voice sounds like. And we've got to figure out how to be obedient to His voice and walk and give Him the, give him the reins, you know, give Him the... And we talk about the reins. I'm, I'm mixing my metaphors. It's basically the same thing. Um, give him the steering wheel. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> Thank you, Carrie Underwood. Wherever you are. Wherever you are. Well, so yeah. it seems like the other comment talking about two different things. Um, well, there's that. You and I and also, like, you're talking about yeah. this sort of, and I think this is great. I mean, this is, I think, part of why we need to talk about the spirit is that on the one hand, you have these ecstatic experiences that I myself am with you. I can give more, you know, lots of examples of you can give me, you can give more examples times in which I've experienced that kind of yeah. intense presence of God. Like 
um, and, and hopefully almost weekly. Um, yeah. And yet, like, that's only one manifestation of the work of the Spirit. And I think there's a great story that David Foster Wallace, a former professor at um, Pomona College, who uh, wrote this really wonderful um, Kenyon College commencement address in 2005 uh, that's called it's titled This is Water, is how you can watch it online. It's actually great, you should watch it. Water Like a River? This is Water Like a River. And he talks in there, and actually it doesn't really make the short version of the video. So if you watch the short version, you won't see it all. But in the long version, he talks about how there's these two guys, and they're telling the story of our, and the guys, one guy says to the other guy, um, yeah, I don't really believe in God. And the first guy says, oh, why not? And he says, you know, I was out in the Alaskan tundra, and um, this is probably a story you've heard before, so I apologize if you have. It's out in the tundra, and I, I was lost, and I said to God, like, God, if you're real, just show up and, and save me. And, and I prayed, and I prayed, um, and, and nothing happened. And, and the guy's like, oh my gosh, like, you know, so you believe in him now, right? Like, you're sitting here with me. And the guy says, no, like, God didn't show up. These Eskimos came by, and they picked me up, and they took me to their village. <laughs> and the point of the story, the boss's point, is, is that, you know, I think it's funny. <laughs> the point of the story is that, as he says later in the piece, and this is a direct quote, mm -hmm. sometimes the most obvious things are hidden in plain sight right before us. Yeah. Right? It's not, uh, the problem is not that there's not miracles happening, it's that we aren't seeing them. Right. And the Spirit's work reveals those, but they are happening every moment, all the time, all around us. Jonathan right. Edwards says that every moment, creation is created again anew, because as Chesterton says, God sits there and goes, do it again! Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> the point is that like the miracles don't stop just because we don't see them. Uh, exactly. And, so, that's, and I mean, it's just as much a miracle for me to be kind to Glenn. Yeah. You know, or <laughs> no, it's just, no, it's just as much a miracle for us to love or to be kind or to be gentle, you know, than it is for people somebody to get the gift of tongues or somebody to be healed, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. So that is the work of the Holy Spirit just as much. So we have the immaterial, like, supernatural work that happens, you know, in these great moments. And then we've got these, the very material, the very experiential, everyday stuff that the Holy Spirit's doing. He's a constant friend. He's a constant companion. He's, you know, like it says, like permanent you said guest. today, he's a permanent guest. He's a permanent guest. I'm, I'm thinking of all these songs. So like, we're just visitors here. DC sleeps alone tonight. No, okay. I actually, well, your Eskimo story I like reminds me. Yeah, I like the puzzle. Were you really? Yes. I love the puzzle yeah. service. Okay, so Damien Rice. You ever your Eskimo story reminded me of the Damien Rice songs? Yeah. I looked to my Eskimo friend. Remember that? I looked to my Eskimo friend. You guys didn't sing with me. One more time. I looked to my Eskimo friend. That was probably mention the fact that when one of the songs I'm down. on there has the F word in it like four times. Oh, does it? Yes, I've listened to my children on accident. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Of course, it's F U, F U, F U, F U, and all the things that you do. F U. <laughs> Just a well, yeah, warning to, to the yeah. studio audience. <laughs> Okay, so he's a great The little lion band came on the other day with my kids. Uh, Mumford and Sons, the first one that came out, and I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Uh, so anyway, um, well that kind of wraps up our conversation for now. You guys get a, a basic understanding of what our what our podcast looks like. Uh, we don't have time. There's a lot of singing. There's a lot of singing. And um, 90s hits. <laughs> a lot of DC down with the DC talk, you know. <laughs> Um, <laughs> those, of you, those of you who are a little older. Um, yeah, yeah, totally right. You get it. You get it, right? Um, so anyway, um, I just wanted to kind of give you guys a picture into what it is. We don't have the time to actually go in 
uh, to the rest of it um, tonight. Usually we'd have like a 45 minute to an hour conversation. Um, we're going to cut it short tonight just to kind of give you guys a taste. Uh, what I want to give you guys, though, is a, an opportunity and a way for you guys to connect to the podcast. So if you go, get on your phones. Get on your, get on your phones right now. This is the one time I'm going to ask you to do it in church. So get your phones out, and I want you to go to the podcast app on your phone if you have an Apple product. Uh, so those of you who don't have an Apple product, you have to get the podcast app. You have to actually download it. Um, I, guess, I guess people that aren't Apple people just don't have the Apple Apple wants you to listen. So if you go on there and uh, you look up, on the podcast app, you look up, which is the purple app on your phone. You guys see it? How many of you guys are struggling right now? Struggling. The struggle is real. (laughs) All right, so um, if you guys get on there, I want you guys to, uh, let's see, uh, type in the Purpose Podcast, and there's going to be about um, six or seven of them. (laughs) And then the one that's ours is the one that has our logo on it that is gray. Uh, So if you guys get a chance to look at it there, that's pretty awesome. Um, and you can, you can subscribe, just hit subscribe and you'll have access to all of it. You'll get our weekly podcast. So our goal, my thing is too, if you guys can go on iTunes and you can give us a five star review that helps us a ton, because then the word gets out, it also moves us up, bumps us up from number six to number, you know, two, and then you guys can actually find it a lot easier. Friends can find it a lot easier. Um, the way that you could do this, what I'd love for you to do is go on iTunes, leave a five star review, leave a comment. Um, and we're going to give you opportunities and ways for you guys to connect during the week as well. Later on, there's a Facebook page. You can, you'll, I want you to be posting questions, uh, deep thoughts, that kind of stuff, so that we can talk about it on the podcast. And uh, so that we can, if you guys have, you know, Angel425 says, you know, I don't understand this thing about the spirit. Why does Glenn keep talking about it? And we'll be like, well, uh, well, Glenn talks about it because of this, um, because he's nice and because he likes the spirit. And so we'll talk about those things and get a little bit deeper. So let's get deeper uh, in that way, I, or let's go deeper, I guess is proper, right? English? No. Plead the fifth. Yeah. Wherever there's four Presbyterians. Let's get deeper. <laughs> He's making fun of me now. He's making fun of me now. That's my podcast voice. Um, okay, well, thank you. Let's thank Caleb. And uh, thank you so much for coming. Let's thank Jared. Yeah. Thank you, guys. I hope that's valuable. Um, Hey, so the next, uh, the next section we're going to do is it's, we're going to talk about your church. We're going to talk about some, some of the things that we've done, uh, that we, we heard you guys, we read your surveys, we analyzed them, we coded them, we put them into categories. We said, this is what this means, and this is basically a qualitative study, and uh, we kind of figured out what the different categories were, and we kind of addressed those things creatively, and so we have some stuff to give you uh, at this point. We heard you, we want to tell you what we've done, and uh, so Sam, why don't you come on up? And uh, Sam, so Sam Hunter. Thanks, Sam. Love you, dude. Okay. So, uh, Sam. Yeah, well, hey, guys. Um, I'm the Young Adult Worship Ministry Coordinator. So if you ever have any questions, if you want to get plugged in, please, you can always email me at samanthah at purposechurch.com. And as Jared said, we really listen to your feedback, and we try to come up with some really creative ways to make you feel connected and a part of what's going on here at Purpose. And we really want you to feel like you have community here as young adults. So, we have, um, we've come up with a text group. Woo! <laughs> text group! <laughs> so, if you want updates about young adult events, outings, and such, send at YA Purpose to this number, 81010. So get your phones out. 
send um, to the number 81010, you want to send at YA Purpose or Yay Purpose. <laughs> Yeah, okay. or young adults. Yeah, young adults. Yay, young adults. Okay. It's more like yeah purpose. Yeah purpose. Yeah purpose. Um, you're going to get a confirmation, and that's it. You're signed up and plugged in. And this is not a group text, so you're not going to get everybody's responses. It's us talking to you, which is really cool. That is cool. Yeah. <laughs> and we also have a Facebook page. We decided to use social networking. Yeah, Who'd have thunk? I know. Who'd have thunk? All you have to do is go on Facebook, like our page, and you're going to get updates um, and info about all of our future events and things going on in the young adult community. And this, you guys, is for you. So when you want to hang out, when you want to have fun, you want to post, hey, I'm going out to the movies. Who wants to come and join me? This is for you to communicate um, with your peers and to build community here at Purpose Church. Yes, 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 yes. So um, all those things. We also heard you about wanting to have deeper, more authentic uh, relationships with the people in your age group, people that uh, you can actually have um, accountability with and have real relationship, real Christian relationship with. And so what we did is we came up with this concept of having small groups. Uh, it's like, no. And so what we have is life groups, okay? Life groups, rooted groups. Um, and there's ways for you guys to get connected. Chanel. Uh, back there in the back, she's she's waving. She's way back there. If you want to get connected to a life group, if you feel like, man, I just really want to be around a group of people that are my own age, or um, yeah, that we can connect with, um, that's that's going to be the way that we're going to address those things. So life groups, uh, and we kind of want this entire ministry to be a life group based ministry. So say we have a, a retreat sometime, what we want to do is have you know ten life groups go. Uh, we'd like to, you know, combine. Let's say we want to go see the movie Logan, which, who wouldn't? Um, you know what I'm saying? Jeez. Uh, anyway, so, <laughs> say you want to go see Logan, uh, and somebody at Eric's like, hey, my life group going to see Logan. What other life groups would like to go? Um, then you guys can all go together. You can connect. So you have a place where you can connect with people um, intimately, more intimately, and then you have the broader group, the wider group, uh, which also leads me to the next thing. We are going to have the barn as well. We're going to do this again. Um, uh, probably once every couple months. Uh, the next one we have on the calendar is now April 30th. Uh, April 30th. I was just looking at them to make sure that's... I, I said January 30th earlier. I was like, it's going to be on January 30th, <laughs> 2019. Um, no, but so, so what that means, though, is that uh, uh, we're going to need to develop uh, teams uh, in order to make this happen. As you can see, this is usually a workspace. There's a bunch of stuff going on. Uh, in here that we that we have to get done in order to set this place up. We need your help. We need your help in order to make this happen. We definitely need you. Uh, so that's uh, that's what we're going to do with large group gatherings. Yeah, yeah. we also heard from feedback that you guys want an opportunity to serve and you want to get plugged in with volunteer work. And we are working on um, other opportunities, but our most I guess recent one coming up is Easter. And um, how many of you guys have been with us uh, with Easter at the Fairplex? It's so exciting, yeah. yeah. It's very so cool. exciting, and you know what? Um, and we hope that you all can join us. But this exciting event takes a lot of work. It's me. So um, if you are free, <laughs> hey, that's Jared. <laughs> um, if you are free and you want to be involved and build community and serve for um, Easter at the Fairplex, you can email Chanel, Chanel D at PurposeChurch.com, and she'll get you plugged in. Chanel D, everyone, Chanel D. Let's just give her a hand. Yay, <laughs> Chanel D. Volunteer. That's where you want to go yeah. to 
Purposechurch.com slash volunteer, no longer Chanel D. We take, we take that clapping back. Okay, that's not, just, can you go backwards with your clapping? I looked and it didn't look like backwards clapping. Uh, uh, finally too, um, I, I know this has been mentioned, uh, but I am now gonna be, I, I am your young adults pastor now. In, in addition to being worship pastor, I'm also your young adults pastor. And, um, and so I'm very excited. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know guys, like the, the truth is I love young adults. I, love, I think it's a really, really important time uh, in your lives. It's important. It was an important time in my life. And if there's anything I can do to resource you guys, if I can pray for you, um, if you need help, if you need to be directed to someone that can help you, or if you want you know, me to help you or whatever, and pray for you, I would love to do that. Um, love to have conversations with you guys. And, and uh, hopefully what we can do is build this awesome community here and, uh, and just be cool. So um, thank you. Do you have anything else, Sam? That's it. Hey, guys, Sam Hunter, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam Hunter. This is a lively group. Okay, so um, yeah, so I wanted to invite up Greg and Adrian, right? Why don't you guys come on up? You guys know him. You love him. You love his shirts. You love him. Okay, here we go, guys. Come on up. Oh, I'll take that. Okay. Here we go, guys. Here we go. Hi, everybody. How's it going? All right. Well, Jared already mentioned life groups, and we are we heard loud and clear that as you guys came together last time. Uh, you want to get connected and, and experience community, do life together. And we have a lot of people in this room that have made connections uh, already in life groups. In fact, if you are currently in a Rudy group or a life group uh, right now, stand up. We want to see all these people. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. You guys can be seated. Um, so we want you to talk to some of those people that just stood up in a, in a minute. Um, but we have, uh, we have groups on Sunday morning, we have groups on uh, Tuesday nights, on Wednesday nights, Monday nights, uh, throughout the week that are happening. And we are really excited about something that's going to happen right after Easter. You guys are going to love it. And you are the first to hear about Right? This is true. Right here, right now. Fact, Debut. Our pastors don't even know about this, a lot of them. So. <laughs> Glenn doesn't, <laughs> Glenn doesn't even know. So, uh, but... Um, we are gonna, after Easter, on both of our campuses, everywhere, Purpose Church, are gonna see people getting into life groups to experiencing uh, something from the book of James. And we've got, I think, a little trailer uh, for us right now to introduce you to the series. Maybe sound.
want to invite you uh, to start forming groups right now for this long walk of obedience that we want to take together. So some of you are already in groups. We want you to invite people into that experience. Some of you aren't in groups yet, but we want to help find you, help you find a group. And we want to form new groups. So uh, you can talk to me tonight. You can talk to Chanel. You can talk to people that stood up in one of those groups. And we want you to, to lead the way in forming those groups. Instead of saying, hey, we've got five groups, and you can sign up for one of those. We'd really like it to be organic. As you uh, talk to people tonight, if you want to say, are you in a group yet? And talk to each other and say, hey, we want to form a group together. We'd love to form them that way instead of just kind of a bunch of lists of ones that are possible. So we're excited about what's going to happen. And uh, like I said, we are introducing this here. We're not going to introduce it until we get to April to the rest of the church. But we want you to lead the way in forming those groups and experiencing life together. So we want to start that tonight. Amen to that. Amen. And also, it was so helpful hearing from you guys last time and just having you guys do all those surveys and um, just even when, when we went back as pastors and went through the feedback that you guys gave after the questions that we asked in our small groups, we learned some really like helpful and valuable lessons. So I hope that the text updates and the Facebook group are all going to be really useful tools for you guys just to help build community. Because I think as, as young adults, I mean, even myself, it always feels like better when we can be in community together and getting to know like, hey, like I'm not alone or there are other people that are from my school that are here at church and getting involved. And then you even come to something like this and it's like, man, you meet someone brand new for the very first time. It's like, I want to hang out with that person, you know? So like, I would encourage you guys get on there, use the, use these tools. They're going to be super valuable to you. Uh, and we hope, uh, keep giving us feedback, keep letting us know, uh, what we can do to, to, you know, make this, this place home for you guys. Um, so one of the ways that you can do that, we have another survey for you. I promise it's not a repeat from the last time. It's new information because we constantly want to know how we can, uh, reach you better, serve you better. Um, and also know like who you are, like who is a young adult? Cause I could assume, well, I'm a young adult, so that means I want you know young adult ministry to look like X, Y, and Z. Whereas someone else, like Becca and Kaylee, might have a very different interpretation of what young adult ministry should look like. So we have one more survey for you. You can go quickly on your phone to purposechurch.com slash young adult. No S. Just young adults. Purposechurch.com slash young adult. You'll fill out a quick survey with your name. Give us some quick information. Uh, one of the questions on there is maybe do you have a, a gift, a talent, uh, a skill that you would like to share in a, in a sense of like you maybe are super gifted with crafts and you're like, man, if I could just bless the church by making crafts. That's, that's me. <laughs> Greg, I knew it. You're on Pinterest all the time. All the time. So, yeah, if you're a craft maker, I don't know, you're a knitter, you are handy at building things. Uh, How did you get all three of my... All of them. I knitted them all. Greg, man, this is good stuff. Just the spirit is telling, telling me. Um, but yeah, so if you have a gift or talent, that's one of the questions on there that we would love to hear from you on. Uh, we constantly want to give you ways that you can get plugged in, especially with the things that you're passionate about. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen Matt around tonight taking pictures. Is Matt still here? Where's Matt at? Oh, there he is. Yeah. He told me, he was like, man, I do photography. And I was like, what? You do photography? He literally spent the whole day with me doing photos. So yeah, we want to get you guys plugged in, give you opportunities to serve in, in the ways that you're passionate. So uh, yeah, do us a favor, fill that out. And then I think we're about to break up. We have some more like coffee refreshments. Also, we have s'mores stuff for you guys. So we got desserts. 
Uh, so we're gonna fire up those uh, bonfires in the back. So stick around, hang out. There's no, we're not like kicking you out. You guys can hang out, talk to people, say hi to someone you've never met before, get to know their name, maybe their story. Uh, but yeah, we're just here to hang. If you want to talk to one of the pastors, have questions about ministry, small groups, any of that Easter, uh, we're here for you guys. So thank you guys for coming again. We really appreciate it. Should we pray? Yeah. You want to pray? Let's okay. Go. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you so much for tonight. Thank you for uh, this amazing opportunity to come here in this in this old building, Lord, but to, to fill your spirit and to uh, just fill you anew in this place. And so, Father, I pray that as we go from here tonight, that uh, you continue to build relationships uh, with all of us and that we build relationships with each other, Lord, and that uh, each of us would find community here and that we might be able to glorify you and you might be able to use us uh, in all the ways that you've gifted us. So, Father, thank you for tonight. Thank you how you are working in our church uh, in our future. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, guys.